بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فمن بعده My brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the stories of the Anbiya alayhi which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned and reminded us about in the Quran each story has a purpose it has multiple lessons can be learned and the purpose of the story is to learn the lessons and to practice them the stories are not for not because they are interesting not because they are for any entertainment but for us to listen to the story and learn from it just take one small thing musa alayhi salam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the whole story of Musa alayhi salam, I won't go into the details of it because that's not the purpose today. But it's a story of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helping Musa alayhi salam in conditions which seem to be on the face of it impossible. From the time he was born to how he was saved from the killing uh, squads of Fir'aun to being raised in the palace of Ramesses II, the pharaoh of Egypt. And then Musa alayhi salam, his temporary migration to Madian and then back from there and so on. If you take, if you take each one of it, it looks like this is the end. But it is not the end. Until... Musa alayhi salam now is returning on his way back and he is lost, it's only he and his family, his wife is with him, I don't know who, their children or whatever it is. But a small handful of people was in the desert, all of them walking and they get lost, it's a dark night and in the distance Musa alayhi salam sees a fire so he says to his family, you stay here, let me go and see if I can get some guidance and uh, or get some fire and instead of fire he gets nubuwat that is why the great urdu poet he said allah ki khuda ki den ka musa se puchiye ahwal khuda ki den ka musa se puchiye ahwal he said, if you want to know the generosity and the greatness of giving of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ask Musa salam. He went to get fire and he got nubuwat. Yeah? So what happened there? Musa salam first reached the place and he hears this voice, فَقْلَعْنَ عَلَيْكَ Take off your shoes. Inna kabilwadil muqaddisi tuah. You are in the sacred valley of tuah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna ni ana Allahu la ilaha illa ana fa'abudni wa qimi salata li zikri. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, I am your Rabb, Jalla Jalaluhu, I am Allah. So worship me and establish the salah for my zikr. So that's the first step he gets. First instruction. 
And after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells him to go and take his message to Firaun. Now see Musa al-Salam's condition. Musa there's nobody who knows the Pharaoh, the Firaun better than Musa salam, because he grew up in his house. It's almost like being born there. From this, literally from the time he was a nursing baby, he grew up there. So he knows everything. He knows the ins and outs of the palace. He knows the power of the Firaun. He knows his his authority, his absolute authority, his cruelty, his, you know, the fact that he can do anything he wants. <laughs> After all, this was the same Pharaoh who ordered all these male offspring of Bani Israel to be slaughtered, and they were slaughtered. They, nobody was asking any questions. Nobody was doing any demonstration in the street to say, stop the genocide. Nothing. Right? The Pharaoh says, kill them, kill the palace. No, no, no question. And this was done until they found Musa alayhi salam and so on and so on. So, Musa alayhi salam knows all of this. And now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to Musa alayhi salam, go and take my word to this man. Now Musa alayhi salam is alone. There's nobody with him. Go there alone. Now logically, what does what would you do if, if this instruction was given to you? You say, okay, I will. First of all, you will say, well, I don't want to do it. Or you say, okay, I'll do it, but send me, you know, armies of angels. Send me money, send me power. Huh? What does Musa say? He says, Rabbi Shrahili Sadri. Ajib. Rabbi Shrahili Sadri. Vayasirli Amri. Vahalul Uqdatam Milisani. Yaka Uqawli. He says, oh Allah, open my heart. Which is what? Which is, before you can convey something, it is essential to understand it yourself. How can I convey a message when I don't know the message myself? And he's not saying, give me the faham of what you are saying. He said, my heart. Because the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not about the words. It is not tafsir as in Qala Jalla Kaza Kaza meaning of this. No. It is to see what is it doing inside me. If I'm reading the kalam of Allah, is it changing me inside myself or not? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna wal mu'minun al-ladhira idha dhukir Allahu وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِمَانًا وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, the believers are those who when the mention of Allah, simply that word Allah, or the mention of Allah in any form comes to them, what happens to them? Their hearts respond, they react. There is a change in the heart. It's not the same thing. That is why our mother says, Aisha Siddiqa, she said, the first bid'ah of this ummah happened when people started taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without the jalal of Allah in their hearts. And so, wallah, this, wallah, this, wallah, wallah, I'll meet you tomorrow. Why, 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 what, wallah? Eh? She said, this is, this is lack of adab, that you take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's no, nothing happens in your heart. It's like a word. 
So with the word of Allah, with the name of Allah, the heart must shiver. Something must happen. See, this is even if you but this is also normal. If I if we say something, if you take the name of somebody, it immediately invokes things in your mind, right? Somebody you love very much, you take their name, instantly you will remember them. If they have died, maybe you will cry. If there is somebody you dislike, somebody mentions their name, immediately there is a change in your condition. Feelings. Feelings. If there is no feeling, it means, and that the same thing, for somebody says chair, kursi, 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 wala kursi. It's not the same thing. Some, when there is an entity involved, when there is a, a living being involved, so when we say Allah, what happens to us? Nothing. This is the big problem. This is the reason why Shah Ali says, Oh Allah, open my heart. Make my heart responsive to you. Make my heart responsive to what you are saying. Because then the power of the kalam of Allah will come into you. amri And ease for me. Make it easy. The hukum that you have given me. Yes, what is the What is the way of that user? Allah knows best. I don't have to ask him, Allah, give me this, give me Allah knows. Allah knows what is the Amr, Allah knows what is the difficulty of the Amr, Allah knows how to make it easy. This is a minimal like that. Yes, silly Amr. He had a speech impairment. He said, Allah, repair this for me, straight, so that people can understand what I say. Now, this dua, we usually, when you give, when you give a khutbah or something, people, Ravi Shari says, this is not meant only for khutbahs. This dua is for our whole life to say that when we approach anything in life, especially difficult things, and today, alhamdulillah, may Allah bless uh, us and bless everybody today. We are living in a state of difficulty. It is not the greatest stage of difficulty this ummah has seen worse and survived and grown stronger, but the, we can talk about history for lessons, but obviously what happened in Baghdad, we are not... We don't know that, you know, when, when Hulegu Khan destroyed Baghdad, we were not there, so we don't know. We know here in the head what happened, but in the heart, we don't know. We didn't experience that. We are experiencing what we are experiencing. So for us, this is difficult, alhamdulillah. We ask Allah for ease. So in these cases, one of the very common things that happens is we lose hope. We despair. We say there is no hope inside. What will happen? We are doing all of this, nothing is happening. There is no effect. You know, we lose energy. Never do that. Never, never, never do that. This dua teaches us that. Musa is saying, Yala, this is your, this is the hukum you have given me, make this easy for me. Connect me to you. First step, Rabbi Shrahli said. Connect me to, he's not, a, he's asking for resources. What resources? The connection with Allah is the biggest resource. He's not saying give me material resources. The biggest resource is connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, if we think about how do we approach life, we, are, we talk about we need this, we need political power, authority, whatnot, all of which is true. Not, there's nothing wrong with saying that. But where does it begin? It has to begin with me and myself and my own iman and my taqwa and my earnings and, the, and, my, and my focus on halal haram and my or all this. This is where it begins. My ta'alluq ma'allah. If this ta'alluq is qawi, which is, if this ta'alluq is strong, then everything else becomes easy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy.
But if this dialogue is weak, then no amount of external uh, resources will help. They cannot help. So this dua, alhamdulillah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to reflect and to have to have tadabbur and tafakkur on these things. This dua represents such a beautiful lesson from Islam and from this deen to say, how do you approach difficulty? And we approach difficulty through this by connecting ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ease and for help in obeying Him. Right? وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمة الله